Steve's NRL season previews to Manly Seagulls. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL season previews for 2022. I'm your host Stephen Westaway. Today we're going to be discussing Manly and their 2022 Manly Seagulls. Let's preview their season. But today is Teamless Tuesday which means in a few hours the first teams of the year will drop and that means Steve's NRL Footy Tips will be returning for its first official edition of the show this afternoon. It should be available about 5.30. Check it out, whether you guys listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, or more. Please like Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to keep notified with all the latest updates. And I am looking forward to the start of the NRL season. I can't believe it's only two days away. And one team that really impressed in 2021 was the Manly Seagulls. And... I had them at the start of the year in my top eight, but not even I could imagine the heights that they would soar to. They were zero and four wins after the first four rounds. Tommy Turbo got injured in the preseason. Who knows if it was a running weight race or he fell over in the bathroom, but he had some issues to sort out, old Tommy. Um, it was important, like I said in the season preview last year, for nearly to win some games without him. They managed to get a sole win in round 15, uh, round 5, sorry, against the Warriors. I think it was 13-12, that scoreline. And then Tommy Turbo came back in round 6 and made an immediate impact to this club. And, you know, I've said it multiple times. I'll say it again. I don't think I've ever seen a better individual season by any player in rugby league history. He was the outstanding, fantastic and representative arena as well in State of Origin. Dominated that arena. Dominated the NRL arena. And, you know, he almost carried this Manly Seagulls to a side into a grand final. And carried might be a little bit of a harsh word, uh, word to say because Manly, despite the fact that Tommy came in, had that immediate impact and really changed the fortune of the club, and that's how influential of a player Tommy Turbo is. There was other positives um, throughout the season without him. We'll get to the, into those in a moment. But before we do, looking at their 2021, Manly, well, they... Scored 30 points a game, one of the top of the NRL. They usually won by a margin of 26 points when they won, which is an NRL high. When they were winning, they were winning in style. They were flogging teams, smashing them um, after that poor start of the season. They didn't dominate possession. They came sixth in that area, um, and they didn't make a huge amount of meters. But once they got down into opposition territory, they found it very easy to score points quickly and score points consecutively, and that's what they did. Their defense was decent with our fifth overall. Pretty good, really, in comparison to the rest of the NRL that wasn't up to the standard of uh, of the top teams. They still conceded 21 points per game there, mainly. So there's definitely improvements that you can make in 2022, and um, they didn't play many games at home, mainly, but they still, despite losing their first four games, ended the season with 16 wins, and four losses. That means when Tommy Turbo initially returned after his uh, out-of-season surgery, and he missed a couple of those losses, some of these games because of Origin and other stuff like that when he came back, they only lost four games after he came back into the squad, which is remarkable um, in the regular season there for Manly. And obviously the Rabbitohs eliminated them. They didn't make it through to the grand final. But the influence on Tommy Turbo had in the team just made other players better as well. I mean, we saw the emergence of Jason Saab. We saw Morgan Harper have a really good season. Daily Cherry Evans, when Tommy came back on board, he started to look like he was playing some of his best football again, some football that we hadn't seen from Cherry Evans for a few seasons. I mean, he is the Queensland captain. He was the Australian captain. I don't know if he still will be, but 
Oh, he's in line to be because Corden are retired. I don't think he actually has Captain Australia, but I guess he would be the incumbent almost um, in a certain point of view um, as the Australian captain. But he started playing some really good football uh, <clears throat> with Tommy Turbo uh, at the club. And Kieran Foran, he, he came back into the mix. He, Him and Cherry Evans, I think Cherry Evans got a little bit more relaxed having his old partner back on board. Foran played his natural game and played some of his best football in years. Lachlan Croker shows that he's NRL... Uh, worthy in the number nine position. He had a really good season there as well. And some of these second roles, guys like Schuster and Olakowatu, really had good season. So there's a lot to like about Manly going into 2022. But in saying that, I've also got some negatives. Um, and I think they could struggle in a few regions and a few areas, to be honest. Um, especially if, you know, their star, Tommy Turbo, their Ferrari gets injured at any point in the season. Um, but if we look at their player movements in 2022... Ethan Bullimore, they signed him from the Broncos, and they signed a few younger talents as well, but they haven't signed much mainly. They're, they're majority, they're just keeping the majority of their squad intact. Um, you know, they lost guys like Gawiowski, Cade Cust, Curtis Sheridan, and Moses Suley. All of those guys were kind of fringe first graders for mainly last year anyway, but what that does, it eliminates some of the depth of your club, and that's what kind of gets me worried about them this year. Now, they've still got a, just a great... Um, you know, core spine um, when they're at their best on paper. If you look at NRL.com's starting lineup for Manly, they've got Tommy Turbo, obviously the superstar himself, a fullback. Their wingers, Saab and Ruben Garrick, who had a great season in 2021 as well. Their centre is Brad Parker and Morgan Harper. Parker's going to be under a little bit of pressure to perform, but he had a really good 2021 as well. But you've got guys like uh, Koala, and some of these other young blokes um, really contention there. They're halves, Kieran Foran and, and Daly Cherry Evans. Obviously, they're the uh, the stables of, of Manly for the last 10 or 15 years when they've been together. Their props, they've got Josh, Josh, Allay, Josh, Josh Alloway sorry, starting with Martin Tapia. Their hookers, Lachlan Croker. Their second roles in their strongest lineup will be Olaquatu and Schuster. Now, they're both missing in the start of the season after great seasons in 2022. I think that could impact their early rounds. And obviously, the always reliable Jake Trojevic will be their lock. Dylan Walker, Kepi, Lawton, and Paseka, who NRL.com thinks will be their bench players. Now, that is a really strong lineup, and it's very similar to the squad that made the preliminary final in 2021. Round one, according to Fox Sports, obviously, no Olaquatu, no Schuster. They're probably going to be replaced in the starting lineup with Bullimore. And either Carl Lord or Andrew Davey, who um, you know made a bit of a name for himself in the 2020 season for the Eels. He had an ACL injury last season. Gets another chance at Manly in 2022. Um, Josh Alloway will miss the season because he got a free match suspension, so he won't be available to round four. Martin DePierre has a bit of a back injury, but he's expected to line up as well. Um, Dylan Walker will be named in his bench spot. So overall... Um, You've got a pretty reliable lineup. I mean, Paseca's going to replace Alloway in that starting um, prop position and probably simply might come on the bench if you believe Fox Sports, which seems probably pretty accurate. But my main concerns for Manly is that when we saw them go through that dream run at the back end of last year and Tommy Turbo did stuff that we've never seen any other player do before, how does he back that up? Now, I still think he's going to be one of the best players in the NRL in 2022, if not the best player, because he's just that much of a superstar. But I find it very hard to believe how can you improve on 2021 as a player? How can you get better than that? And 
you know, Tommy Turbo is such a hard worker. He's great at everything he does, and he's got all the skills that make him, you know, the perfect footballer. But obviously, there's got to come, you know, the mounts, the ball. Some of these things come and and give you a little bit of assistance. You got to have some luck in any championship season in terms of being a star player and a star performance. Like Penrith had luck that we saw during the finals last year when they won the premiership. They were the best team. They deserved the premiership. But things went their way to get there. Same as Tommy Turbo's season last year. Same as Manly recovering from a 0-4 to four start to end the season with 16 wins. Things went their way. And Cherry Evans and Foran played some really good football. Um, oh, I just don't see how... I mean, they've got, they've got, don't get me wrong, they've got a very talented squad. They work really hard. I just don't see all the chips fall in their favor in 2022 like it did in 2021. And I look at this squad, I see a lack of depth. We talked about the COVID 19 effect that, I mean, it's been having the last few seasons. But so common in, in the modern world now is that you get COVID, you're out for a week, you're back on duty. Um, and pretty much everyone's getting it. I mean, sports stars all around the world are getting it. So there's going to be times in the year where Manly don't have their full squad on deck. They don't start the year because of injury already with Schuster, um, Olukwatu, and Alloway suspended as well. But, I mean, they've got guys like Carl Lawson and Bullimore that can come in and do a job like they are in the early rounds. They've got guys like Morgan Boyle there. But what happens if we get an injury to Cherry Evans? What happens if there's an injury there to Tom Shurovich? or Lachlan Croker, do they have the stars to come in and fill the important positions in the spine if injury strikes? I don't know if they do. I don't know if they can Because other teams might have been guilty at certain times last year, maybe underestimating the Manly forward pack. Guys like Tapia, you know, he was established. So was Jake Tarovic. But people know Schuster. People know Olaquato. And people know what Lachlan Croker is capable of now. So they're going to have more of a target on their back, Manly. They're not going to be able to fly as much under the radar. And Ryan Girdley said it last year, near the back end of the year, before they lost to South Sydney, that they are flat-track bullies, and they, they usually you know dominate the the weaker teams, the teams struggling in the NRL. But when they come up against a force, like a top-four team or a premiership heavyweight, like someone like the Roosters, Rabbitohs, Penrith, and Storm from last year, they really struggled and um, you know didn't make too much of a dent on those oppositions. I would agree with that statement. I think mainly are great against teams that are weaker than them, but... When they are asked to step up to that next level and, and really make a statement in a premiership race, I don't know if they've been able to do it. They they didn't really be able to do it last year. I mean, they beat the Roosters, sure, in round two of the finals, but the Roosters were injury depleted. Their first week of the finals, they um they lost to who they lose to the Storm, and it was a bit of a flogging. It was a bad performance there, my man, and they lost to the Rabbitohs. So I need to see evidence that they can be at a heavyweight team if I'm going to uh if I'm going to give them a high finish in this competition. And I need to see evidence that Tom Zorovich, um can play as well as he does. I, I shouldn't need evidence because I know a star, well, the star he can be, but I just don't think what he accomplished in 2021 is possible in 2022. I don't know why I'm doubting him because he's a superstar. I still think he's going to have a great season, but 2021 was another level for him and he elevated everybody around him. I think the other players in that squad have to do the hard work that Tommy Turbo does and commits to their football and, yeah, I, I see weaknesses in their team. I don't know how strong their defense is. Their forward pack is big. Guys like Alloway, Paseca, Martin DePierre, Drake Rojevic, they're not small human beings. Um, so I think that oppositions can really target a tiring forward pack that they've got there, especially in the early rounds where they don't have Schuster because Schuster does a lot of work out there. He's a, a very fit player. Um, 
and Olaquata, we know how damaging with the football he can be. Those two are big losses in the early rounds. I know that Nathan Cleary, the news came out, he's out for the first three weeks of the season, so they won't be versing um, uh, a Panther side that features Nathan Cleary at the start of the year, but I still think the start of the year is very important. Mainly, they've got the Panthers uh, followed up by the uh, the Roosters. So the, the Panthers, the Roosters, first two rounds aren't easy. Then they've got the Bulldogs, the Raiders, and the Knights. So those first two rounds will show where they're at in terms of the heavyweights of this competition. And um, I'd like to see them step up and really compete and, and make a tilt towards the title. But I just, if things go wrong for Manly, if, if one of their key signings, not just Tom Trorovich gets injured, if someone like Cherry Evans or someone does, which always there is for any club, I just don't know if I like the depth um, that Manly have at the moment enough to go if, if any of these key troops go down they've got enough to cover them um, while they're out so I think Manly are going to finish 7th I think they're going to be the probably apart from Newcastle they'll be the, the team that's made the top 8 that drops the most definitely a team in the top 4 that drops the most they're still going to be a finals team if they've got Tommy and those those components on board I just don't know if they have what it takes to make it to the next level. Hopefully they prove me wrong, but I don't know if they're good enough to beat some of these heavyweight teams, but I guess we'll find out uh, in the first two weeks where they're at in in comparison to the heavyweights of this competition in the Panthers and the Roosters. So uh, that is my season preview of the Manly Seagulls. I have them finishing seventh. Hope I haven't upset any of you Manly fans listening. Uh, but where do you guys think they're going to finish? Let me know. I'll be back with a few more season previews, and then tonight, Steve's NRL footy tips round one. It's going to be a huge show. I hope you guys check it out. Thank you for supporting the show, and I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL Season Previews.